bread. I hope you don't mind. No, I don't, I don't mind. I uh, think it's important to break bread with each other. I hope the ASMR crowd can hear this. Oh, God. Yum. Yum. Welcome to another week of Ghost in the Scene, guys. I am your host, Geo. This is a ghost-free podcast, ghost-friendly podcast. I'm with my co-host, Rob, and he is eating some bread. I want to give him some time to, to finish. How's that bread? Very soft, but you hear that crunch? Oh, yeah, I hear it. Mm. That's good. So uh, the, the bakers um, where you live, they obviously use holy water in their, in their bread making, right? Obviously. Totally. Okay, good. Let's quick pop quiz. Uh, okay, so let's get into this week's topic because there is uh, a clamor online. People have been asking us, begging us to talk about this because we've kind of hinted at it. So we're going to talk about the Hollywood of the South. Um, and this is going to be part of a series where we are going to explore the different Hollywoods of the world. And we're starting in America still. Uh, in Atlanta. So uh, we're going to talk about all of the terrifying things that are happening just, uh, you know, a, a little bit south from where we are right now, um, anywhere in America, because, you know, the south is pretty general. Have you ever been to Atlanta, Rob? I have, actually. Um, I've been to Atlanta one time before, uh, and I can tell that it is a town that is incredible increasing with power by the passing day even though i went once i had nothing to compare it to mm -hmm. but there was an energy about it that since to be a very strong powerful one uh but alongside a city that is still um you know maybe not as developed as metropolises like los angeles or new york so it still has one foot in the past almost and the spirits of the past to lift them up now, I think, are, are very powerful. That is very interesting that you say that, um, because I was doing some research. Because I've never been to Atlanta. I've never been anywhere near Georgia, anywhere really in the south. I guess maybe Texas, right? Is, it might be considered the south. I was in Texas for about 24 hours. So... I did a lot of research just to kind of get my bearings on what Atlanta was, you know, these the certain boroughs, and obviously the ghosts. The first place you go to is, is you look for the ghosts. And what I found is that everywhere there's a ghost and a ghost story, there has been, there, there's been so many filming locations, so many movies, television productions, I mean, everything that you can imagine has been shot and filmed on locations where dead people either are, you know, buried under in like a cemetery kind of thing or indigenous land. I mean, the entire city of Atlanta is haunted. Let's just start there because obviously we're going to get into it a little more in detail, but we have to kind of brace ourselves. This is going to be a heavy ghost episode guys so get ready and obviously not all of them are going to be nice so prepare yourselves like we used to do back in you know the first season this is a a moment for safety gear for some gloves if you have them um rob cannot be seen 
right right now you know, this is the first time we've ever done a podcast where I couldn't see Rob's face and it's because the things I'm going to be telling him are so haunted that I don't trust the connection between us you know it, it's just not safe enough so Rob I'm sorry that I had to do this but you <coughs> had to no I mean especially given our re recent circumstances with the, our security breach at the Caspers this is a time for great precaution and the fact that we can do the show at all um, just is what keeps me going. Uh, it gives me a great optimism that even in spite of all these ghosts that pose a great danger to us and to me physically, uh, I can still come here and speak the truth with all of you. So I'm grateful for this moment and I'm not going to be afraid of it either, but knowledgeable of the consequences. So I, I want you all to, out there to do the same. This is obviously an explicit episode. Uh, I know we have explicit in our channel and, you know, and I think we like to keep it kind of wholesome at times. You know, I don't think we go out, go too far, but this is mm -hmm. an instance. This is, this is capital E folks. All right. Yes. All right. Don't, if, if you are with some people that are highly susceptible to some spiritual energies, uh, I would advise you to perhaps listen in a different room or with your earbuds uh, because you can inadvertently, uh, you know, give these bad ghosts off to them. Absolutely. So be careful. So you got to, so you have to immunize yourself from these ghosts, folks. Yeah. And may maybe, um, Lynn, listen to this podcast maybe at a lower level, you know, mm. a little quiet. Um, kind of enhance the ASMR kind of uh, the mouth feel since we're breaking bread and now we'll kind of, you know, make it go a little quieter. Uh, I'm not going to talk quieter. You just make your 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 podcast quieter, okay? I, I have one setting, and, and, and it's, it, it's to talk loud and proud about what I know and believe. And I'm not going to be afraid of, of anything because there are uh, current events that are happening where you see – some positive things happening in Atlanta when it comes to ghosts. So let's get to the current current events. There's two stories that happened recently in the past year or so that I had to kind of bring to attention because they are completely paranormally charged and involved. So this this is all coming from the um, Atlanta News Now. It's called, uh, I think, AJC, right? Atlanta Journal something. So this is a, a kind of a, so they play it for laughs, right? Obviously they, they play this thing for laughs because they don't take it seriously. But this is the story. Man tells police drugs aren't his. A ghost planted them in his house. Now that's the headline that's, that, that's going to make you go, ha ha ha, look at that stupid man. And then you read a little bit further, which most people don't, but let's let's do that, okay? So it says here that this man called the police, and he said that uh, somebody had stabbed his head with an axe. And the police came, they rushed to, to the scene. And when they got there, of course, there was no wound, nothing. And he was he was yelling and screaming, and they entered his house. And of course, they found drugs in his uh, in his bed, and he said, "Of course, the the attacker 
the paranormal attacker had planted the crystal methamphetamine uh, under his pillow. And we have no evidence to, to disprove him. And in fact, he, he called the cops on himself. Think about that. Mm -hmm. That proves his innocence right there. This is a, a negative story, right? This is a ghost attacking a man in his own home. You know, um, kind of out of nowhere and, and planting drugs on him. So I want to give you a positive current event story now. This is um, a gang called the Ghost-Faced uh, Gangsters. They are a white supremacist gang. White for ghosts. Also, you know, they get their power from the, you know, the South uh, and the, the hatred, the, the white supremacy. The, the, it's all a culture kind of down there. And, and so a lot of these gangs kind of um, have that tilt to them. But these people call themselves the ghost-faced gangsters. So it's like they are themselves imbuing themselves with ghosts, negative ghosts, obviously. But uh, Atlanta has declared, uh, you know, total war against the Ghostface gangsters, and they said we're taking you down. And actually, recently, forty of them have been arrested, taken off the streets, and that that's a big win for Atlanta. So, uh, also, this is coming from the AJC, Atlanta News Now, probably one of the most um, paranormally charged small. Uh, Atlanta website-based news networks in America. Big shout out to them for being in the scene. We hope other networks can follow. This is how it works, people. Like you got to start with it from the ground up. You, we are spreading the word. People are listening. All right, and you need to talk because people will have a conversation with you. And as and before you know it, you're kicking the ghost to the curb. That's right. And just like they're kicking the ghost face gangsters. Uh, into but here's and I, I, I this is a roller coaster of an episode, guys. Like we said, it, it, it gets a little hairy. So, I read another article about the Ghostface Gangsters. So, you put these guys in jail. Well, that's not where the story ends because they are able to, using the ghost powers that they gave themselves, they're able to somehow influence people outside of jail. To do acts of crime with, you know, um, kind of just like they'll go and get an, another person and either, I don't know, it, it's a phone call, a ghostly phone call. I'm not sure how they get those quarters inside to make a phone call, but it probably a ghost gives it to them. And then they call somebody and says, hey, you know, break into so-and-so's house, whatever, whatever. And this is all kind of. Think about it from the sense of we're humans and we're only doing what we do. Who's giving them the quarter? What intent does the ghost have to give a man, a white supremacist man, a quarter to call another gang member? And it, it, it can't be good is, is what I'm saying, you know? So this is all to say, like, I don't think we necessarily are intending to frighten you because this is still ghost positive podcast. But part of being ghost positive is understanding the landscape of how the spiritual world is interacting with us right now. And right now it's interacting with us in a really negative way. So we need to be able to ha actually talk about it. I think that's the longer 
that people don't acknowledge that there are ghosts, except that there is a problem, and also accept that they don't want to change it. And mm. that's the craziest part to me about these white supremacist guys is that they they on their face they they're calling it out for what it is. We are celebrating ghosts. They put ghosts in their name, and it same time like people don't take it serious enough to realize that that's exactly what it is that is such a good point rob that i mean even our i mean we're this is a, isn't a political episode we, we do have political episodes but i'll just even make this point even our president you know lives in a white house full of okay. ghosts and he doesn't like to even acknowledge that white supremacy is a problem you know just kind of furthering the idea that they don't take it seriously and in just like they don't take a lot of things seriously um but they should they absolutely should and i'm glad that atlanta is is making at least a small effort you know to curb this but um yeah i mean we have to keep our eye out that's also p part of the scene that we have to kind of stay into um if you see a white supremacist you know they're as good as seeing you know like an evil ghost and you have to be very aware that they're around and you know notify somebody we also have to ask ourselves um about the ghosts that influence them and where are these ghosts coming from right that there is a lot of ghosts that are kind of immigrating to atlanta and it is because of the movie industry that uh, we were talking about earlier so all you know um there are some places that have been filmed at in Atlanta hundreds of times, like we had said, and one of them being the Oakland Cemetery. Now, the Oakland Cemetery has a huge, I would say, like, a football field worth of Confederate soldiers. In, in Of course, they're dead, right? They're, they're in the cemetery. Now, you've, uh, you've been to Atlanta before, so maybe you've heard the stories, Rob. But you can hear the cannonballs and, and, and the gunfire and the Confederate, you know, they would sing kind of like a Yankee Doodle song, but the, the you know, Southern version of Yankee Doodle, they remixed it. And so you can hear the it. remix of Yankee Doodle. You know, I think I know which one you're talking about, but I don't want to raise any ghosts. So I'm not going to mention that song by name. So we'll call it Yankee Doodle Remix. Yeah, the Yankee Doodle Remix. And you hear all of that in the outtakes of the, the scenes when they film because they just can't, you know, um, they have noise cancellations, you know, software and that kind of stuff. But really in the outtakes, they, they don't uh, CGI and do all that extra stuff because it's only for the DVD. So you can really hear the Yankee Doodle remix kind of softly, you know, being in the chorus in the background from all the Confederate soldiers. So... I'm spooked. I feel yeah. like I've heard the Yankee Doodle remix. Um, you know, actually, my time there, I, I don't think I actually did heard the Yankee Doodle remix. Uh, and I feel fortunate because if I did, uh, you know, my skin would be crawling. Like, uh, it would, you know, I don't know if at the time I would have been prepared to deal with it. Uh, but, uh, you know, I'm going to be actually traveling to the South soon. Uh, and wow. I'm going to, but I know I'll be in the scene. I need to, you know, have my ear pods in and have the original Yankee Doodle 
like in my queue. Mm -hmm. That's smart. To reverse the spell. That is so smart. And that's, you know, have, um, this is a, a note for everybody. You guys should have Yankee Doodle in your iPod or on your phone, on your Spotify playlist, in rotation, heavy rotation. Because, you know, like a lot of people will, will, will throw the Yankee Doodle remix subliminally in a lot of music. And if Bill Yates doesn't get his hands on it to clean out the MP3, mm -hmm. then you're getting ghosts in your brain. And these are Confederate Southern ghosts. So they're not saying, you know, po PC positive things. They're saying very, you know, uh, 1800s kind of things. And that's a no bueno for me. So uh, please be careful and just put Yankee Doodle in your playlist. So um, there's one indicator, and it's a perfect indicator of what I'm talking about when it comes to the Oakland Cemetery and the Confederate Ghosts and the Yankee Doodle remix. And it is the fact that the movie Furious 7, the... Uh, Fast and Furious movie, the franchise, the seventh movie, was filmed at the Oakland Cemetery. And um, guess who wrote about it? The uh, AJC, Atlanta News Now. These guys are on it. They're uh, in the scene. Actually, this this is by Jennifer Brett. So uh, Jennifer Brett, you are in the scene. This is uh, 2013 that they filmed this. Now let's just see who was in this scene okay now uh, this is quoting from her okay so this is a thank you jennifer brett the scene included vin diesel jason statham and paul walker but we're not sure who the dear dearly departed was right there wow now she couldn't have known that paul walker is the dearly departed right she, she couldn't have known and yet she kind of leaves him for last right he's the last person she mentions so i think just what was you know, the date of that article joe september 20th 2013 he died like two months later oh my god wow so ajc Atlanta News Now, they have, uh, like we said, I mean, we don't know what kind of resources th these people have, but their journalists are crack journalists. They are, they are, you know, we didn't exist to to give them this kind of insider information. So, I think we have to contact the AJC and and, and see if we can uh, speak to one of these people because they obviously have uh, their nose to the to the grindstone they're they're smelling out for ghosts so agc if you're listening to us right now because you obviously you are in the scene uh reach out to us uh we would like to uh speak with you uh and hopefully get you on the show as well because there's i think a lot more to these stories that we can get into that perhaps you weren't able to explore in the paper uh maybe there's stories you have that you couldn't publish uh we don't have to disclose those here on air but we want to know more about your process. This is fascinating. I mean, they are everywhere that we look when it comes to Atlanta. And, you know, maybe it's their home turf and they have the home field advantage when it comes to the release of information. 
but we we won't know until we have a conversation until we sit down with them but we just got to thank them for now because they gave us a lot of information to go off of and in fact um here is another little tidbit of inf information they gave us um this is kind of a historical segue that i wanted to talk about atlanta since you've been there maybe you've even passed by this area it's called the gulch have you heard about the gulch it's it's like the kind of most underdeveloped part of of atlanta so far and it's also like the oldest part of atlanta i haven't i did not go there okay well not you know i i would say it's it's kind of not really central you know like you would you wouldn't kind of go there necessarily but from what i've been reading the gulch was originally known as um the snake town now snake town. snake town which is if you think about it since it's the oldest part of atlanta atlanta it was originally known as snake town when we get into the history of the gulch and I was kind of looking at, you know, some some cursory articles. You find out that, you know, the guy who owns it now, his grandfather, you know, a hundred years ago, even, you know, further than that, because the man that owns it now is pretty old. His grandfather was killed right then and there, like right in the front of the gulch, right at the opening. So a ghost story right then and there. And we also have... The fact that you know it was a mining they used to mine a lot of stuff there so a lot of miners died it was indigenous land before that so a lot of you know the native americans who uh live there they're all still i'm sure their bones are you know you know buried deep 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 within the earth so they want to develop this this is you know obviously gentrification ghostification there you go call it and they want to bring buildings because now when you call it gentrification, we call it ghostification because there's nothing more than a ghost wants than to be bothered. You're going to go over and bother all these ghosts. They're going to wake up and they're going to ruin, you know, the entire area. Right now they're at peace and you're going to go and bring them out of their slumber and they're going to cause a havoc all over the world. And you know that's that's why they call it Hot Atlanta, because of all the paranormal activity. It just makes it so, you know, it, it's so cold that they have to turn on the heaters. That's why they call it Hot Atlanta. So the reason why we're talking about the Gulch in the first place is because people are filming there. It, it, it's a popular filming site, and in fact, AJC, they are on yeah. it again. And they are saying, uh, actually, photos from Captain America Civil War um, filmed at the Gulch right there. Jennifer wow. Brett. Wow. You see, and that's the first step to ghostification, right? You bring on a Hollywood studio film. They mm -hmm. come in with all their ghosts and have a ritual on the location. Now you're, that location is just primed with paranormal activity and with probably residual ghosts as well. So when you're a ghost developer, it's all right there for you. Uh, it will, and you see these projects go up. They, they go up practically overnight. 
Uh, I don't think it's humanly possible for these to just be built in a traditional way. I do believe that there must be some sort of spell where one day it is not there and the next day it is. Um, almost magic. And it almost seems like as if it's always been there as well. Exactly. And they leave ghosts there. They, sh you know, and, and we're talking about Disney here. We're talking about Disney's Captain America Civil War. Mm -hmm. So they brought an entire cast and crew, both regular and paranormal, spiritual. And the spiritual ones, they stayed because they're there to rally and, and hire more ghosts. Now, when we talk about Atlanta being haunted, you have to kind of ask yourself, well, you know, what, which part or where? I'm sorry, but there, there's no question. All of it. The answer is all of it is haunted. And it's kind of because of the, what they're doing to the gulch. Think about it like all of the old town, like history, it all starts at the gulch. And this is the last bastion of undeveloped kind of like the, the beauty of the old, you know, country as far as like Atlanta is concerned. But now they're I mean, taking it that away. If it wasn't paved over at the moment. Right, because so this is I think this is a spell a long time in the making. Right, and 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 the whole thing is they've been heating it up the ghosts under pavement. You know how pavement gets so hot; it might true. as well be a furnace. And we're turning good ghosts into bad ghosts. Just doing under in the gulch, they they trap. Think of all those ghosts that we were mentioning before. And now you put pavement on top of them where they can't freely move out. They're trapped underneath that ground mm -hmm. to not move at all. And then you put heat on them. And now we're going to tear it all up now. And, and you know and what, guys? Wow. You just said something that like was Paranormal 101 for both of us when, when we were taught. But um, it just struck me that we haven't told our fans this. When you see cracks in the pavement, mm -hmm. that's a ghost escaping from, from under you. You know, potholes, you think that cars can do that? A car has round circle, like circular, you know, uh, tires. How is that going to make a hole in the ground? That's a ghost escaping, bursting out of the pavement. Because they just it's can't bad. take it anymore. It's bad luck, guys. Who do you think is breaking your mother's back when mm -hmm. you were stepping on those cracks? All right? It just doesn't happen out of nowhere, people. All right? And I think I can only think of one thing that could possibly travel from that crack to your mother instantaneously. Yes. And we all know the answer already, folks. So come on. Mm -hmm. It's a ghost. As simple as that. And we had to talk about Atlanta. You know, we had to go all the way to Atlanta, to the Hollywood of the South, to even remember to tell you guys that. And, and, and for that, we thank you once again, AJC. Thank you so much to Jennifer Brett. She is the sole writer, except for, I think, um, about the guy who stabbed himself in the head or said he got stabbed in the head. That was by Natalie Dreer. So thank you, Natalie Dreer. We want to shout out everybody that we can. There's one last area in uh, Atlanta 
that has had its share of filming and also its share of ghosts. And it's called Castleberry Hill. Now, Castleberry Hill is kind of like the arts district. And they have um, a kind of like very folksy, you know, brick exposed kind of, I mean, you, you basically go to any downtown and you'll see like a, the arts district that looks just like this. But the one thing that it has different is it has a, a graffiti artist and it is a ghost graffiti and it's all over the place. Now, you may think, okay, maybe it's just some punk kid drawing graffiti, right? You're wrong. And you're listening to our, our podcast, so obviously no one would be saying that, right, Rob? People would be just agreeing that you see there's a ghost on every wall in Castleberry Hill drawn, and he's a smiling, sharp-teeth-looking ghost. I'll, I'll show you the image, Rob, just so you could see, and then I'll post this for everybody on our Instagram and actually, there's a few things that I, I want to post to show you guys, but uh, I'll show you, Rob. It is it is a little scary. So uh, here we go. You see that? Oh my! Uh, Gio, please. There, there's, there, there's I know you can't see me with the video now, but please, I'm okay. I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. Oh, writhing. I was sorry. I was mm -hmm. that. I'm spooked. I'm sorry. Now, that was taken on uh, June 3rd, right? So 6, 3, mm -hmm. right? 6 plus 3 is 9, 6 minus 3. Or 3, that's, 6 is, buddy. That's right there. And uh, that's Castleberry Hill. And let's look at some movies filmed at Castleberry Hill. Uh, the Vampire Diaries was filmed at Castleberry Hill. We have Driving Mrs. Daisy. Wow. Castleberry Hill, and and we're not even talking about movies that are getting filmed right now, which, I mean, Bad Boys for Life, The Conjuring 3, um, Fear Street. I, it's, they're not even hiding it. This is what we're saying before, with exactly the same as the white supremacists. They're not even trying to hide it anymore mm -hmm. because they think that we're either foolish or we'll think that they're foolish and disregard it as false or fake and not take it seriously That's as right. they create more ammunition each time. And I'm sorry, I, I'm too, we are now all in the scene and I don't think anybody uh, can stand for that anymore. I mean, we need to call it out for what it is. It's exactly. BS. It's BS. It's bad spirits. Mm-hmm. That's right. It's BS. And there's one last place, and I, I had to double-check this one because I thought that this there was only one location like this, but apparently there's multiple. Roswell. Did you know that there's a Roswell in Atlanta? I mean, I'm just too astonished to say. Like, the idea of also of Atlanta and portals is really mm -hmm. strong to me. As well, so it doesn't surprise me, you know, uh, that there is that there's a connection to Roswell in Atlanta, and uh, and I not, think this, yeah. you know, this also like to me, what I can see is 
in the same way that I think that Atlanta first got our attention during the Super Bowl and 21 Savage and the investigations, the ongoing investigations to see if he is a quantum leaper, mm-hmm. uh, also points to this energy that is within Atlanta, this idea of uh, multiples as well. I remember at that time there were suddenly multiple murals, images of Colin Kaepernick during the Super Bowl at the exact same time. So we're dealing with very powerful energies. And like we were saying before, things that happen out of nowhere, no one knows where these murals came from or who mm-hmm. done them, as if they, they were conjured. I mean, it was probably the same person that did the ghosts, you know, in, in Castleberry Hill. Say person, but it could be any uh, spirit. Exactly. And one one more thing to kind of kind of drill in the whole Roswell connection. Roswell is a place in Atlanta, and everywhere in Atlanta, there's a film being shot, and so this is no different. Guess what was filmed there? First Man, you know, the Neil Armstrong moon movie. You know, think about Roswell and space and first man, Neil Armstrong, the guy who probably shook wow. hands with aliens in the 1960s. Wow. And so there's just like so much here in Atlanta that we could do multiple podcasts, but we, we don't have time. There's multiple Hollywoods in the world, and we've only talked about one for the past three years, and that has to stop. So... We're we're looking forward. We're looking to to new, exciting, and also you know kind of terrifying truths that we're going to have to uncover. And I think at, by the end of the day, I think it's all for the purpose of building more awareness and positive, ultimately positivity. So we know how to live with the ghosts uh, peacefully. You know, I think, and, in, and I don't think we should be so scared for them. There are scary ghosts out there, of course, but mm-hmm. I think. There's a lot that we can do to be building more uh, ghost positivity. And, you know, this is going to be a journey. And I think there's going to be a lot of growing for all of us. I, you know, Gio just talking about Roswell and First Man makes me expand to believe that, you know, we're talking about Hollywood's here, transgalactic ghosts. Whoa. Right? Yeah, that's the energy that is coming to it, just Atlanta. And that's just one spot. And we know that Atlanta is a hub to many other locations on Earth as well. So this is just a peek behind the veil. Wow. That that blew me away, Rob. Honestly, that that really kind of scared me. I I was only thinking our solar system for some reason. I it just didn't occur to me. That it would it would be from from a further location, but I mean you're absolutely right. If if we have multiple Roswells, I mean think think about just like the and like you said the portal, the Twenty One Savage connection. Mm-hmm. We could be anywhere in the multiverse, and they could come and visit us and dump all of their ghosts all over. And I mean, that's that's my big fear is that. You know, Earth is just a dying, like, uh, it's a dying planet, but it's also just a giant dumping site of, you know, for other galaxies to just dump their ghosts. And I think that's why the planet is dying, you know? It just we just me. dumped so many ghosts in our planet that 
it, it's become the the de facto ground. Like it's it's we it is our biggest commodity. I ghosts. Mm -hmm. The power of ghosts and people, you know, somehow they've they've figured out ways to to manage the power, and we just want to you know come to terms with it, be positive, find the good and find the bad, and kind of just understand both but also just kind of align ourselves with the good so that's what we're going to do here and we're going to keep on going i think there is uh next we are going to be hitting up the hollywood of the east coast um there was uh, a hollywood studios in in maine i believe or somewhere in uh, connecticut we are going to find out all of the dirty details if you have any kind of information about the East Coast, about Hollywood ghosts from the East Coast, please send us an email at ghostinthescene at gmail.com or you know, DM us on Twitter or um, on our Instagram. Uh, that's ghost in the meme with an underscore under each word. Ghost in the meme. You know, we post memes and that kind of stuff. Rob, do you have anything uh, you want to say before we uh, take off for this week? Stay in the scene, you know. Uh... Like we said, if you've been in a movie in the East Coast and you want to share your experiences, if you haven't been in a movie and you experienced a haunting in the East Coast, if you want to hear your experiences, uh, this is something that we are all going through. And uh, I just feel so blessed to be with each and every one of you and fill your spirits with ours each week. Uh, and together, you know, we are stronger. And that's what I believe. And, you know, the more we go out and connect with each other, the stronger we all become. So, you know, be, do that, be positive, build your ghost energy. You know, like, that's what we keep on saying about spirits and, and whatnot. Like, I think we also have to recognize we are spirits as well, people. We are vessels Ooh. for our spirits. I know this is a heavy thing to drop at the very end of an episode. Uh, but we are, but yeah, we are vessels for our spirits. So ghost positivity is about your own ghosts as well, and being at peace with that. That's so, so beautiful. Think on that. I'll leave that, that for you to think on, folks. Beautiful stuff. Uh, take care, guys. We love you.